Today is Kia. Throughout this series, we've been exploring different ways to save and grow your money. In this episode, I want to focus on what your money can actually get you. Everything's changing. It used to be you'd work one job all your life and then retire. But these days, there are so many different approaches to work and leisure. So today, I'm talking to Jenny Hazan, Director of Customer Value Management at Legal & General, about all the different choices out there and the freedom our finances bring us to make these choices. So Jenny, there are many different approaches to work and finances out there. People are doing fire, they're taking sabbaticals, they're having portfolio careers. Can you talk me through a few of these different options? Yeah, totally, Keir. So as you said, that distinction between working life and retirement used to be really clear. In fact, we worked at one organisation, probably stayed in the same industry, maybe even at the same company for all of our career and then on a set date we suddenly became retired and hopefully by that point the kids had moved out you paid off the mortgage and now was the time that you got to enjoy life and I think people are looking for more financial freedom flexibility and choice and they're looking for different options uh, even just friends of mine actually that have taken on new ways of doing this so a portfolio career for example is where you may choose to be freelance you may choose to work on a number of projects that are related or unrelated working for companies and organizations that are interesting to you that you're passionate about I also have a friend that's recently taken a sabbatical. So a sabbatical is a period of time where you will agree with your company to take unpaid, usually unpaid, time off. So maybe three months or six months to focus on other passions or things like travel. And then in addition to that, because of the pandemic and because of our ability to connect with the working world from lots of different places, lots of people are choosing to be digital nomads, work from wherever they are, abroad. And I think people are really looking for opportunities to do things a little bit differently. So there's definitely a push for people to think about, well, can I work for a certain period of time and then only work if I need to work? And we mentioned FIRE. So FIRE stands for Financial Independence, Retire Early. And that's a movement that started off in the US and became popular probably from about 2010 onwards. And the main principles are about saving as much as you possibly can, investing as much as you can, living off less of the world's resources, but living well. But people that are taking on the FIRE movement are tending to save a lot more than what most people can usually save. So up to 70% of their income. And they're usually aiming to get around about 25 times their living expenses so that they can invest that money and live off the investment returns. Now, that might seem a little <laughs> bit extreme and it does mean a lot of sacrifice. But I think what this shows is that people are looking for different options for themselves. You know, I know for me personally, travel is really important. And so I want to be able to have a lifestyle that over time, my working life will allow me to do that. It's great hearing the different ways that people are actually taking charge of their finances and taking charge of how they work is so key because this generation is very much thinking about the future and thinking about different ways, like you mentioned, our parents or our grandparents, their generation was, like you said, one job, work till you retire, retire, then that's it. And now we're kind of saying, no, I actually want a bit more freedom. What can I do to get more freedom? So I want to ask you then, how can our finances help us to access these different choices that we've got? Yeah, so I think the principles, you know, even if we talk about fire where we say, oh, gosh, that's quite extreme. But the principles of it still stand strong, which is 
save as much as you can as early as you can. And the reason for that is because the earlier you save, the more time that money has to potentially grow. And I think with so many different choices available to us now, it can be quite difficult to think ahead to the things that you might want to do. So actually setting out some goals, whether those be long term, medium or short term. So that could be anything from having flexibility around your career to saving up a deposit to just being able to afford some nice little luxuries in life is really, really important. But that takes budgeting, that takes saving and also working towards a goal. I think sometimes it can be quite hard to think about starting these sorts of things. So one of the things about thinking about these goals and actually starting to picture them in your head is that that you then have a much clearer motivation for doing the work that you need to do in order to plan for this. I love goals so much. I'm glad you touched (laughs) on it because I think When you come to your finances and you come to planning or saving or anything to do with your finances and you're almost saving aimlessly, it can feel like, why am I doing this? But when you have a goal in mind, that can help. And I'm someone who's very visual. So I put my goals down on a vision board. So So I know, you know, at the foot of my bed or wherever I choose to place it in my house, I can wake up. And when you have those days like, oh, I just want to spend my money. I just I don't want to do this. You can kind of look at your your vision board and see actually I'm I know I'm saving because I want to get to this or I'm investing for this reason and it helps to keep you on track which is so good and it's I'm so glad you mentioned goals because it's just really really important now you touched on it a little bit just yep. now but what can our listeners be doing with their finances now yep. that can give them as much freedom as possible in the future with their finances Once you're clear about your goals and what those goals might look like, what sort of money you might need to afford those goals, the first thing is really to have a look at your finances. So what have you got coming in? What have you got going out? How much do you think that you could save? And I think a lot of people sort of struggle with the concept of, oh, I don't even know how much to start with or I haven't got much flexibility. So a general rule is the 50-30-20 rule. So 50% of your income would be spent on your essentials, so the needs, 30% on your wants or the fun stuff, and then 20% saving for the future. So you can start there and it will be different for different people. But what you want to be thinking about is how do I build towards financial resilience? So what that means is can I weather the storm if something comes out of the blue? all the way through to financial freedom, which is where you get more flexibility with your choices over the long term. So to start off with, make a budget, try and stick to it and keep going, you know, be consistent. If if you have a month that's tough, don't give up, keep going. The second thing is you need to think about emergency savings. So thinking about your living expenses and trying to put away, you know, three months to six months of savings that are in an easily accessible cash account, high interest if possible, that you can gain access to. So these are for the things that might go wrong in life. You know, your MOT just came through and your car's failed or, you know, that you unfortunately lose your job or maybe the washing machine broke down. So these are things, emergencies that you need money for. And if you haven't got three months saved away and you're thinking, my God, how do I do that? Start with one month, start with one week, step by step. The second thing that you can do once you've got an emergency savings budget is start to um, work on something that the industry sometimes like to call the FU fund. 
And that is really about having power and having choice. So this is the ability to walk away uh, in situations where they're not serving you anymore. So that might be a job that you really hate that's really impacting your mental health. It might be to walk away from a relationship. It might be to walk away from that awful flatmate that has not washed the dishes since the day they moved in. (laughs) And over time, you can continue to build that fund. So I think that's a really important one to think about. After that, you can start thinking about those savings goals. So the short term, the medium term and the long term. And think about what sort of money you will need for those goals and at what point in your life, because that has an impact on where you want to invest that money. So I think from a longer term perspective, obviously, a pension is a great place to start thinking about long term saving. Pensions can be really tax efficient. So if you wanted to put £100 into your pension, £80 of that would come from you. £20 would come from the government. And also your employer will, if you've got a workplace pension, will also be making contributions as well. And I think it's worthwhile mentioning that some employers will put more money in. They'll match your contributions. And if you're not going to that level, you're actually leaving free money on the table and no one wants to do that. I love the fact that you mentioned that fund, the FU fund. I'm I'm from a Caribbean household, so... In my background, we call that like the vexed fund. So the when vexed when, fund, love it. when you're, like you said, when you're annoyed, just having that pot of money. But I think it is about making your finances or making your money a, a point to give you freedom. Yes. So like you said, freedom of choice to decide to leave a job that you don't like, all the things that you mentioned, or freedom to cover your income if you happen to lose it for a period of time or freedom to decide that I want to retire at 45 but I'm going to put my money aside to be able to do that I think that's that's the the, the main key here we're just trying to get our money to work for us so it can give us more freedom we have been talking about this and it sounds great but I want to ask you are there any disadvantages to all of this is it maybe too much you know to focus on so much of this for the future are we putting too much emphasis and too much pressure on a lot of things at once for the future I think that's a great question I think it's all about balance and that balance is going to be really different depending on your own financial circumstances and what you're trying to achieve and the worst thing that you could do is stretch yourself so far that you end up running up credit card bills whilst you're cleverly saving away but actually you might have something that's a high interest rate debt and you don't want to do that you want to pay that down so I think this is where it comes back to really sitting down with your finances getting really clear about what it is that you really want and I don't necessarily mean things in that sense it will be what experiences do you want what sort of lifestyle would you like to have how can you build up to that gradually the plus point is if you're younger then you've got a lot more time to do that if you start early and I think sometimes we worry about whether or not we're saving enough, whether or not we're on track. And there's lots of tools that can help you with that. But I think the important bit is not overstretching yourself, making sure that you remain balanced. And if you align your savings to your goals and to your ambitions, then it becomes a lot easier to say, do you know what? I probably could have made my lunch at home rather than buying it out. I probably don't need that other coffee. Do I need those new trainers? And still give yourself a little bit of flexibility to reward yourself. Um, You know, we talked about the 30% of income on fun because life should be fun. Life should be fun. Absolutely. I agree with you. As someone who's in their 20s, I know how important it is to balance your finances. Obviously, it is 
very important to make sure your money is working for you and you're planning for the future but also you know I, I want to make memories I want to have fun so it is about striking that right balance where you're not like I said spending tons of money on things that maybe if you sat down you probably say I could have done without that but equally you're not saving everything or investing everything so that you can't go out with your friends one weekend and have a good time or you can't go on that, that trip that you wanted to go on it's you know it's finding that right balance like you said Jenny I always end these episodes with the same question so I'm going to ask you what are your three pieces of advice to help our listeners get a little bit richer so we talk about money here but actually it's about what it can allow you to do so get really really deep with yourself in terms of what you want your life to look like what's important to you what your values are because developing your goals based around this will make it a lot easier to have the motivation to save the second one is Save as much as you can, as early as you can, because it really does make a big difference to the amount that you can save over time. And you get the awesome impact of compound growth as well. And then the third thing is have fun with it. So I think sometimes we are at risk of not enjoying the saving that we do because we see it as something to sacrifice. We're sacrificing things in the now for things in the future, but actually make it fun, make it a game. Think about the rewards that you can offer yourself and feel empowered. At the moment, it can feel really stretched, particularly with rents increasing, mortgage rates increasing, the cost of just living is increasing and so it can feel really difficult to think about saving but ultimately we can always start small one step at a time. Jenny thank you so much this has been just a great episode for people to kind of have some food for thought to figure out what they want their money to be doing for them and like we keep emphasizing striking the right balance and also enjoying life as well that's the important bit so thank you so much for coming on to the episode this has been amazing some great tips for planning for the future there and that's really key you just never know what might happen which is why next week i'm focusing on how unexpected life events like illness can impact your finances it's important stuff so if this is resonating with you then follow the podcast and tell your friends see you next week